This podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I am your host, John Curley, and my co-host is online with us. What's up, my brother? Hey, buddy, what you doing? What's going on, Don? How was your Thanksgiving, my brother? Good. Ate a lot of turkey. You? It sucked. <laughs> sucked? Yeah, <laughs> Why I, had is that? I had COVID. Oh, that's man. right. It was, was sick. That's right. But, uh, getting over it now, but it's getting better. But we didn't have any family up, so it was just me and my wife. And my daughter went somewhere else, and it was just us, man. So in yeah, here uh, with, our, with our pandemic. You know? <laughs> yeah that sucks because you weren't able to eat much of anything did you nah i can spare yep. it i'm kind of fat you know so <laughs> <laughs> i can live off of the stomach for about six months before i got real hungry so i'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> starting up for winter right yeah man get my, yeah, my winter fat on you know so it's all good fat guy i don't care you know <laughs> it's it's all good man oh <laughs> yeah it's all good baby it's all good but uh yeah man we went to uh fort mifflin so that was cool we're gonna do this episode on fort mifflin kind of revisit the fort mifflin so uh how did you like the uh investigation bro i liked it i enjoy it every time i go there you know there's you never know what's gonna happen um so, you know, I was excited no matter what, but you can definitely tell there was a difference this time around than the other three or four times we were there. It had a different feel to it. I don't know. I don't know what you think. Well, you know, we didn't experience as much stuff as we did in the, you know, in the prior ones. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as much activity. Well, that, that we thought anyway, well, I'm, now that I'm going over all, you know, I've been going over all the evidence and stuff while well, I've been sick this week, you know, I had time. So I've been off all week, damn near. Um, yeah, man, I've been going over stuff and been catching a lot of stuff, caught a lot of cool stuff, dude. Like that, you know, we didn't hear it, but we caught it. Yeah. Right. Um, that's when that happens. Yeah, dude. Like time. I, I caught some really cool shit. So I've surprised so far, I've caught maybe about, I mean, some of them were really low, uh, but, you know, that's that's to be expected, you know, when you're doing paranormal investigations. You're going to catch some really low stuff, you know, that below the human hearing range. And sometimes you can barely hear it on a recorder, you know? Yeah. Now, was that I, with your static static recorder? That Did was what we were doing. That? We were doing uh, live EVP sessions and called it, and okay. we none of us heard it. One was really clear when we were in Casemate. One, I had texted you earlier tonight about it. Uh, I asked, what division were you in? And, dude, there's a, re- a, a reply like to it. It says north. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It says That's north, cool. and we did not hear it, dude. And it's a guy's wow. voice. I said, what division were you in? This is north. And I'm huh. like, dude, what the hell? That's cool. I did not hear in, that. And that was in case mate one? You that was in, yeah, that was in Casemate 1. And in Casemate 5, that's where we heard the snapping noises and stuff like that. 
which tonight I'm going to be playing uh, some EVPs for, for everybody out there listening. And uh, definitely want to thank everybody out there that's uh, been, been downloading the uh, Paranormal Journal podcast and listening to our episodes. So we're going to have a lot of cool episodes in the upcoming year. Some of our case files, our case files are uh, getting really busy. We're, we're really busy. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. A lot, of, a lot more investigations, residential-wise, and uh, some businesses as well. Uh, I've been contacted by a couple of businesses that wants us to come in and do uh, paranormal investigations in the Harrisburg area. And um, it's going to be a, an interesting uh, year to come. So I'm, I'm excited. You know, we're going to be doing a lot of different things, and it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. Yeah, it sounds exciting, man. Yeah, dude. Like, we're getting a lot of residential stuff uh, picking up. and. Uh, I got I got contacted by a couple bars that uh, actually want us to investigate. I haven't told any of the body in the group yet, but uh, I'm just going back and forth with them now. But yeah, man, uh, a couple of them are like new uh, brew pubs and stuff like that, or having paranormal activity, and they want us to come in. So, and, and Tom's and Tom's got a big case for us too. And I mean, it's just everything's falling into place where it should be. Like they're never like. Like it should, you know, so it's, we're just putting along and doing our thing, man, you know. Well, it's good. I'm glad we're getting stuff out there. You know, we never really had that many issues, especially, especially around this time of the year. But you never, you never know sometimes as the colder weather gets in, we kind of tend to die down, die down at times, but it seems like it's going the opposite way. Yeah. It used to be kind of slow from, you know, like January, February months, but anymore it's kind of picked up um i guess because people are home more because because of the cold weather and stuff but yeah. yeah it's uh we got a lot of interesting things coming up i can't wait man i'm excited cool. actually excited yeah yeah and who knows man we get out there venture out and do a lot more different things you know definitely just um been collaborating with um anna marie Man manello on a book that she just wrote about us uh, called The uh, Unholy Structure uh, on one of our case files. And um, pretty interesting book. It's number one on Amazon right now. So, Oh, wow. That's, uh, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, we've had a, a, a explosion on our um, downloads, too, as well, on our podcast, which I appreciate everybody out there that's downloading and listening. And Good. It's, it's, yeah, we're doing, doing very well with some glad you know so i don't know if we'll get a lot of listeners tonight because you know thanksgiving just happened but uh you know this will be out there to download people can listen to this episode as well on uh, fort mifflin so um we're going to jump right into kind of like you know the history of fort mifflin fort mifflin was kind of you know like saved you know the united states basically it was the fort that saved america right you know um pretty interesting uh place i mean there's a lot of deaths there too you know um i think there were 200 and what was it 230 the guy told us died there i think so somewhere around there i know it was a lot definitely there's a lot of people that got killed there yeah i mean the and fort was built the fort was built by the british in uh 1771 um, to strengthen the the, uh, the colony's control over the Delaware River, I think construction stopped. Uh, 
I think the construction stopped after the south side of the wall was finished in 1773. And in 1776, when the American colonies separated from England, uh, the Americans uh, continued construction of the fort in order to prevent the British from sailing ships to Philadelphia. So it, it basically was, you know, this was a very important fort, you know, to stop the British from coming into Philadelphia. And uh, eventually it did go to uh, an all-out war between the British and the fort in, in uh, November of uh, 1777, which was, we were almost there near that date. We went there on November 4th, and the battle happened, I think, November 10th of uh, 1777. Yeah, I guess I remember hearing about that. It wasn't too, too far uh, from when we were there, I remember that. Yeah, it started at like 7.30 in the morning on uh, November 10th, 1777. They started, the British started to bombard the uh, the fort. I mean, they really blew the shit out of the place. Uh, only, I think it was only 400 men. I think they were all, uh, they were all, uh, you know, the uh, Continental Army guys right. that were in, in the fort. And uh, I think... They lost over half of their guys in that bombardment. They, I think they held out as long as they could. And uh, they just didn't have the, 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 the guns or the ammunitions to, to hold off the British because they were being bombarded by ships. And they were be, being bombarded by soldiers in, in a, an adjacent island right there. So they were getting it from land and from the sea. They were getting bombarded. So that, they bombarded, I think, for... Five, so two five? Days, was it? No, I think it was five. I think it was five days. days. Yeah, something like that. Wow, can you imagine that? Five days of that? Yeah, it's crazy, wow. dude. That's insane. It's a, it's a, I'm reading a little bit of history of it. It says the British finally bombarded Fort Mifflin at 7.30 a.m. on November 10th, 1777. So I was right about that. Uh, uh, Captain Montressor of the British Army wrote, after the attack, we opened our batteries against Mud Island Fort, the, the whole consisting of two 32-pounders, six 24-pounders iron, one 18-pounder, two 8-inch howitzers, two 8-inch mortars, and one 13-inch mortar for throwing round shot and car cases. For five long, brutal days, five days, it bombed, of course. Yeah, wow. 2,000 British troops and 250 ships. God, I didn't know there was that many ships out there. No, 250 ships shot over 10,000 cannon shells at the fort, trying to destroy it. Along with the naval attack came a British Army assault with artillery guns from Providence and Carpenter's Islands, which are basically right there. They're only like maybe 500 yards away mm -hmm. uh, that are right out there in the Delaware River. Yep, just says right here, about 500 yards away. Uh, at the beginning of the bombardment, Fort Mifflin's commander, Colonel Samuel Smith of Maryland, was urged by Washington to hold the fort to the last extremity. Cannonballs, this is a cannonballs rained over the fort and the American soldiers inside it. The 400 Continental soldiers in the fort were greatly outnumbered and lacked the equipment to retaliate against the dual assaults from British Navy and Army. The British took out the northwest wall cannons of the fort, then destroyed the west stone wall of the fort, 
British Canyons, the British Canyons eventually destroyed 20 sections of Fort Mifflin's palisade. Mortars landed on the cedar roofs of the barracks and the blockhouses, setting the fort on fire despite the constant rain and efforts to extinguish the flames. Wow! So that that fort was a was a disaster. It was destroyed basically. I'm surprised anybody anyone survived that. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean the fort bombardment. Yeah, the fort lost all of its main cannons, so you know the soldiers Jeez. couldn't resist the British at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were sitting ducks. Yeah, basically, you know, I mean they, they just they just were holding their own the best they could until you know they could get the hell out of there. They they, they eventually evacuated the fort, and uh, that was it. You know, it was gone. But over right. two hundred men lost their lives in the fort. Which was pretty cool uh because it's haunted now <laughs> it's not cool they lost their lives but <laughs> well it's, you know it's they cool lost their us. lives for the country yeah, yeah but uh, you know right it's a really really cool ass place i mean there is a lot of activity in the fort and we did experience it which you know i over the years we experienced more than we did the last time we were there it was we thought it was pretty quiet but now going over all the uh the evidence and stuff, the the recorders and the video, and you know, we're starting to come out with some pretty good uh, EVPs that we call it, and disembodied voices and uh, direct responses to questions we were asking. And, and you know, we didn't hear them at the time, but I'll be damned if we didn't catch them, dude. We did catch them. Yeah, and that goes to show you that on any case that you're at. Now, granted, we did this for fun, but you never know until you go over the evidence, because you know, like John's saying, if it you, you go somewhere and you're not hearing disembodied voices and things of that nature. It doesn't mean that there isn't activity there because you won't know until you play your recorders back. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple times um, we heard, remember we heard that disembodied snapping, like someone snapped their fingers like. That's a first and, for um, us there. Dude, that was cool that. as shit. It that was. was really cool. It was right next to me, dude. I'm like, what the hell was that? I was like, wow, that was loud. I think I see someone like, wow, that was loud. And I was like, none of you guys did that? And they're like, no, nobody did that. And I'm like, oh, that was cool as shit. That was, it was right. Cool. It was right by me, man. Like, it sounded like it was like right on my recorder. Like, I'm like, whoa, what was that? Then we hear another bang right after that. Which I'm going to play yeah. that clip. Exit. I'm going to play that. I got some, I got some stuff loaded up from that night and uh, from a couple times when we were there, just me and you were there. And um, mm -hmm. I had that clip with the uh, the finger snapping and stuff, so I'm going to play that in a little bit here. But that was cool as shit. I it mean, was. it was really loud. And that was in Casemate 5, and we were like, what, five or six of us were in there at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all heard it, too, which was really cool. Yeah, because that Casemate's pretty big. That's the, actually the biggest Casemate, I believe. And... Uh, you know, we had several members that were up towards the main door doorway, and then other ones were over towards the other end of the of the casemate. And it was just cool that we all were able to hear it at that time. And I could definitely tell that it was closer to us because we were up towards the, the door. Um, and it almost had, like that thing was like right between you and I. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. Uh... Did you just hear me call them? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I put a I thought. No. I thought I didn't mute it for a second there. I was just yakking my brains out. But uh, no, I um, hear that. yeah, I mean, it was overall. It was a really quiet night. We were like, "Damn, this sucks." 
But uh, yeah, we did have a few things that happened that we heard, but there was a bunch of things that we didn't hear. And uh, you know, I had a static, I had static recorders all over the place, but I had one in the gunpowder magazine room, which I love that. I love that casemate because I always hear that woman in there. I guess it's the screaming lady, Elizabeth Pratt. You know, there's so many things about that woman, Elizabeth Pratt. You know, I've heard so many different stories. I don't even know what's true or ain't anymore with this shit. Right, because, you know, things that we thought were true, we, you know, this time around, we're hearing something totally different. So I'm like, well, what do you believe? Yeah. I think definitely something happened with maybe one or two women in that fort because we've heard that woman screaming quite a few times in there. So yeah um i don't know what to make of it and we've heard children in there too in the officers quarters so at some point there must have been some children that had died there possibly of uh some type of sickness yeah well yellow fever yellow fever ran pretty high uh at that era a lot of people died from yellow fever in philadelphia at that time so it's it's very very uh highly that these people might have died from yellow fever. Right. Now now that fort was also used during the Civil War as well. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. Now they used to they used to have Confederate prisoners stored actually in the casemates themselves. They would lock them in there and from what I read there was normally like 40 to 50 guys in a casemate all you know basically elbow to elbow uh basically laying in their own feces and barely getting any food or food or water at all. So it it didn't sound like a very good situation from what I was reading. No, I mean, just the short time we were in there, you know, it was all moldy and shit. And, you know, it was like, you you definitely felt it when you walked out of there and you breathed in that fresh air compared to being in that moldy ass, you know, casemate and it's dark and dungeness. And it's a, it's a, really uh oppressed feeling you know what i mean when you're in there yeah yeah it is you gotta figure they also would have died from diseases too over yeah. time yeah i always hear people talk so much about case me five it's demonic in there and i've never felt like it was demonic in there <laughs> like uh no. I, I, yeah, I don't know what demonic is supposed to fucking feel like but you know it's just no. like okay uh, but I, you know, we always hear people talk about, yeah, it's demonic. Everybody's with this demonic shit. I don't get it. All the years we've been doing it, I'm like I said, man, it's like I know it sounds like a broken record with us, but dude, I've never seen anything demonic. So yeah, I don't I mean, know. I would, you know, I would want to talk to these people and wonder why they feel that way. What what makes it you feel like it's demonic? What yeah, evidence I mean, do you have? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, how many times have we heard that when we went to Fort Mifflin? Oh, Case Me Five, that's where the demonic beings at in there. I'm like, I haven't seen his ass yet. I've been in there a bunch of times. I still haven't seen him. But, you know, yeah. I'm waiting, you know, but <laughs> we've been there four <laughs> times now. So I, I haven't, you know, haven't seen anything demonic in there. So I, I can't say that there's something demonic there. No. Are there probably spirits there from, you know, that era of like Revolutionary War, Civil War? Oh, most definitely. Definitely, dude. It's a high chance of that. Oh, definitely, man. We've happened there. We've experienced it. You know what I mean? We've yep. heard things, seen things. You know, it's just not much, so much seeing things, but we have heard a lot of shit. You got hit with with a battery and battery. <laughs> and dude, there was something thrown the last time we were there too. Something there was. is thrown. 
yeah, when I when I walked down to that hallway and was whistling, you know, whistling that, you know, Johnny come marching home or something like that. I was whistling, whistling something like that. And mm-hmm. we all heard a loud bang. But when I go into the recording, I can hear something, something is thrown. You hear it, you hear it go everybody, what the hell was that? You know what I mean? I remember I remember that, yeah. It sounded like a rock or something like was thrown. Almost like the time when me and you were in there and you got hit with that battery. Remember when we went to Case Me 5? Something hit the fireplace. You know what I mean? Really loud. Yeah. Didn't it hit the door or something too? Or did it hit the fireplace? It's, I can't remember. To me, it sounded like it hit the door. Because it almost sounded like a you know, rock basically being chucked against the door, a wooden door, which is basically what was there. But Because um, I know that in Case Me 1, that's where we got I got hit by the battery. And then shortly after we got done there, then we moved to five. And that's when, I mean, I don't think we were in there for less than five minutes. And all of a sudden, you know, we're hearing a couple of times where stuff's being thrown around. So I don't know if it was the same thing that was doing it or something totally different. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew I had that static recorder in that gunpowder magazine room. And, and Tom and um, James were in that room at one period in, at, at, at night. And they're in there asking some questions. I think Tom said, is, the, is, is Elizabeth Pratt in here? And, dude, it got really quiet. It didn't say anything. And all of a sudden, you hear a female voice say, can you help me? Wow. That's Pretty cool. clear, dude. It's like, can you help me? Yeah. And they didn't hear it. They didn't hear a thing. And then there's another time I go into the casemate. Me and Josh go into the casemate, my nephew. And... We're, I'm just setting up that matter of fact, I'm setting up the static recorder and we're just talking, blah, 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 you know, just bullshitting around. And then we said, All right, let's get up out of here. And we went, I think that's when we all went over to Case Me One. And when we're leaving out, you know, how there's wooden, they have the wooden, um, like decking out there where you walk out of the Case Me. Well, you hear us walking on that. As soon as we get off of that, dude, you hear a voice, a female voice say my name. Says John. Oh God, says, not again. Yeah, it says John. <laughs> it says John, like loud as shit in there, dude. It's like John. Not not super loud, but it's it's audible enough where you can hear and make out what it's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a nice class class A, class B, EVP, you know. Got stuff following you again, I guess, huh? <laughs> I'm so used to that shit of them saying my name. It's just dude, I'm not even it doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm kind of glad they say it. At least they, they know who I am. Well, that's the thing. Know. It makes you wonder if it's somebody that you know. Yeah, yeah it's somebody you know. Me. Yeah, but it was definitely a female. Yeah. It was definitely a female, and uh, we didn't have any women with us, except your daughter. And she wasn't with me at yeah, the time. She, she went, right. She was with me, yeah. Yes, it was just me and Josh in there. And there was a couple times Josh, you know, on his recorder that I gave him, he caught some EVPs like saying, get out in case made five, get out, go home. And we didn't hear him. And we were, none of us heard him, but he called them. They're really yeah. low. You really got, you really have to listen. But yeah, he's talking at one time. I don't know if you remember when we were in case made one. He started talking. And I was like, Hey man, do you guys hear like a voice? Like say, Hey, and everybody's like, no, no. Well, dude, it, Definitely says a, a voice says hey, but it says hey. It's so loud it says it over Josh talking. He's talking and it goes hey over him talking. And that's when I heard it. 
I was like, dude, I just heard like okay. a voice say, "Hey, did you guys hear that?" And you know, like, everybody's like, "Nah, nah, we didn't hear it." But I heard it because I was I was plugged in. But it, it talks over him. It's like he's like, "Yeah, yeah," and he hears, "Hey," I was like, "Hey, did you guys hear that?" And you're like, "Nah, we didn't hear anything." I'm like, "You didn't hear a voice say, hey? You're like, "No, no, nobody heard it." I was like, "Damn, maybe I was maybe I was just hearing things." Now I, I listened to the recording Wednesday, and sure enough, it, it's in there. You hear this, "Hey." Yes. Yeah, that was early. That was early on. I think when we first went in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I remember you were saying something about that. But that's usually yeah. the case. Yeah, yeah, it is right. <laughs> yeah. I was just I was surprised that I got a response to that. You know, what division were you with? And it said North. And dude, we did not hear it. And it's and that, pretty loud, dude. And that one's cool because if if it's saying North, then we got to look at you know obviously during the Civil War. There was a North Division, but it was on the British side that I've read so far. I haven't really dug into it. Okay. But the, the Northern Division uh, was the, the division that bombed Fort Mifflin. But I don't I have to look into it. Excuse me. Um, to see what, if it was on the, you know, the Continental side or, or the British side, what was what? Yeah. I don't know. But it definitely says north. I'm gonna play that clip tonight too. It was There's very interesting. So many. There was so much history there too, because you also now they not a lot of stuff happened um, during World War One. I. I know they, the only thing they did there was there were soldiers that would they were I think they had like artillery and stuff stored there, just in case, um, and ammunition and things like that. But after that, then it was pretty much gone to the state itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many people that died there. You would, you would definitely think that it's it's haunted. You know, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that much tragic death. You know, you know, involved with war and guys were probably just getting blown up and didn't even know they were dead. You know what I mean? I mean, the cannonball hits yeah. you and just disintegrates you. You don't know what the hell happened. You just one minute you're alive, next minute you're gone. Yeah, and we and you and I, I think we were talking about this that night. I was, it makes you wonder, like, with all the people that died in that fort. To me, I mean, it's an active place. Don't get me wrong, but you would think that it would be extremely active. I mean, like, you you would think it'd be a lot of stuff going on uh, with as many as much tragedy that happened there. Um, but then again, I don't know. You know, over time, does that stuff die down? Does it does it go away in some form? form? Or they get tired of people coming there on a daily basis asking questions. You know, it's like, you know, leave me alone you know, already. I'm just I'm enough of this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just think I thought that it would be more bit uh, that it would be more active since we yeah. were there close to the you know the the anniversary date of the battle. But it 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 was active. We did have stuff happen, but it wasn't as active like as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought we would hear a lot more like disembodied voices, but we did catch them. I've caught like ten EVPs so far that from that night, which I didn't think we were going to get. And sure enough, wow. I've caught them, which I'm going to play tonight. So, if there are people out there listening, definitely get your headphones out and um, check us out because we're definitely going to be playing some in a few here. But yeah, I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't it wasn't a lot more. 
you know? Yeah, me too. It's just, like I said, to me, it just like it had a different fe uh, feeling this time around than it did the past few times over there. And it, and it might've been because of the fact that, that we weren't getting as much personal experiences like we were before. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that, I mean, I think y'all, our next, uh, our next trip for our kind of like bucket list investigation, maybe we're going to hit Waverly Hills maybe next year. Yeah. That'd be, I think that, that'd be that's cool. That's going to be a trip. Yeah. I think that's that'd be real definitely cool. A definitely a bucket list for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Linda. Hey, South Aussie. Welcome, uh, welcome to the chat room. Um, yeah, I definitely want to go to Waverly Hills, man. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because that that place alone is, man, he's got so much history in itself. You know, so oh, much yeah, tragic death there, and so much. Just, just that was weird. That was for what, like it's, tuberculosis, right? It, it was, yeah. You figure all the people that died from that, especially back in the day, is just terrible. Because they didn't, they had nowhere else to put them, so they would put them in there, and and you know, they, there's nothing they could do for them. You know, they didn't have any way of treating it like they like they do now. And unfortunately, these people all died of a slow, slow death. And there's definitely stuff going on there for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I tell you what, man, I. I I still like Fort Mifflin, though. I, it, that place never lets you down. You're always going to, you know, experience something there, you know, without a doubt. Yeah, and you, you figure, too, you, plus you're spending the night in a historical place back in the 1700s, back during a revolution when our country basically got started. That's the most, that's the amazing part about it to me, especially yeah. if you're a history, history buff. Yeah, I mean, 1776, you know, we were established our own nation you know what i mean like yeah and we were, like fight, I we were my, fighting over it you know what i mean we're to, to establish our own nation yep and I, and I told my daughter that night when she was there i just i said now when you get here just look at the place because it, it just it, it basically it, it takes you back in time and it really does yeah. yeah i mean you're walking in the footsteps of history you know what i mean like you're, you're walking you in places where famous generals have been and soldiers and it's it's amazing it was like land like walking in landon house when we used to go in landon house it's like you were stepping back into history man into time of you know and you would feel that when you walked into that place you know you would because you you think about all the uh history that was there and the, and the important generals and people that that were there in that place as well so it it's just it's it's the same thing no matter to me, no matter what a historical place I go to, that's always in the back of my mind. You oh know, yeah, it's not just the paranormal part of it; it's the history part too. Yeah, I, I like the history of it. I like the fact that just like when we go to Gettysburg, you know, we're lucky enough we live near Gettysburg, but we have, we haven't been there in a while because everything's kind of changed. But you know, you're you're walking in the history, you know, the footsteps of history, man. This 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 these places made this country what it is today yeah. really really has you know you see a lot of people visiting the place and you're like man you know it's, i don't know some of these new some of these young kids they don't even know what civil they don't even know who won the civil war or <laughs> who won the civil war the confederates won oh okay yeah okay all righty yeah, hold it whole different world if that had happened <laughs> oh yeah man it's, it, these some of these new kids man they're out there a little bit you know they they don't like study the history of our country. You know what I mean? Like, 
of course, our country has a lot of ups and downs about, you know, bad, bad parts of its history. All countries do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just our country. Every country has a a black mark on its history of like slavery or, or you know, something really bad. You know what I mean? It's just it's how it is. It's history. It's part of our history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, you know, American history should have a month. You know what I mean? Like you have Black History Month or you have this month. Black History Month is American history, period. Yeah. It's a part right. of our history. And, you know, I don't think that they teach it, you know, about it, about everything. You know what I mean? About what happened to this country because, oh, it could be racist or this or that. Of course it was racist. We had slavery, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course. It's it's a part of the history. It's what made this country as strong as it is. You know, it made us what we are as a country. We're all immigrants. All of us, dude. We're not, you know, from the, the only people who are from this country are the Native Americans. And, and unfortunately, our government killed them, you know, they killed, did. you know, seven eighths of them. And now they give them a little bit of money to run some casinos, you know what I mean? But it's that's terrible. We took the land from, from the Native Americans, dude. Like we didn't do it, but our, you know, our forefathers did took it and the unfortunate thing that's been happening in history for as as long as you can remember you know it's it's just it's the sad part about our history uh as a human species that we have to sit there and and you know basically kill people and take land over that doesn't belong to us and just i don't know it's just it's sad that we have to be to do what we ought to do but like you said that's we wouldn't be here and the as the great United States, if, if these things wouldn't happen. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, uh, driving a car, dude. You can't really drive the car unless you learn how to drive it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's a beginner's, it's a a beginning, you know, a nation that was just beginning and just starting, dude. They didn't, nobody really knew shit about shit. It's, uh, it's just amazing that, you know, how far the country has came. And you look at it now and you're like, it's not in a very good state as it is right now, but it is what it is, what it is, I guess, you know? Yeah. In time, I think things will hopefully straighten out. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. If, if we're, if, if we're lucky. Yeah. See. Hopefully, you know, but it's back to Fort Mifflin. Uh, we got off track there a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, this place is is incredible. And uh, I'm going to play one of the EVPs that we got out of Casemate 5. This is the one with the, the finger snap. It was like, mm-hmm. and then um, we hear a bang or something. There's like a bang in there or something. But I'm going to play this clip for you. So if you got your uh, headphones, get your headphones on. I'm going to play a couple uh, clips from Fort Mifflin the night we were there, November 4th. So here we go. Casemate 5, B. Don and the crew are in Casemate 5, and we hear what sounds like a finger snap to me. So check it out. Hey, that was loud. What was that? Did somebody snap their fingers? No. No. Did you hear that? I heard it. That was snapping of a finger. Can you do this? That motherfucker was right here by me. 
There wasn't none of you guys. Nope, nope, nope. You heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was a snapping of the finger. It was fucking close to me. That was cool. Did you do that? Who did that? Did somebody do that? No. You heard that, right? Yeah, I thought it was Todd. Hey, it's communicating. That was pretty cool, right? That was really loud. That was louder than I thought. Did you hear that? That sounds like a finger snap, dude. It that's exactly what it sounds like. And it, yeah. it's it's clear, really clear and loud. So yeah, it must have been really close to you. Dude, it was I mean, I could almost hear the finger. I can hear it like I can hear it. It sounds just like that. Yeah, we were questioning, you know, who if it was one of us that did it, and nobody did it. Dude, I'm telling you, when I when I first heard it, I was like, "What was that?" And then I'm like, "That sounded like it was like right in the recorder because it was it was right by me." And yeah. I'm like, "Whoa, did anybody do that?" You know, the body's like, "No, no, I'm gonna play that clip again." Damn, that was loud. What was it? What was that? Yeah, that Did somebody snap their fingers? No. No. Did you hear that? Yeah. That was snapping of a finger. Can you do this? That motherfucker was right here by me. That wasn't none of you guys. No, no, no. You heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the snapping of the finger. It was fucking close to me. That was cool. Did you do that? Who did that? Did somebody do that? No. You heard that, right? Yeah, I thought it was Todd. I didn't move. Yeah, someone was over that way. Hey, it's communicating. That is so clear, man. That that finger cool, snap, that that bang is that. That sounded like someone clapped their hands too. The the second one. It did. Didn't it sound like somebody went like that? Yes, it did. I yeah. agree with you on that one. And we were asking to do that. Remember, we were like, can you snap your hands? Can you smack your hand? Like, you know what I mean? Matter of fact, earlier in that night, we were playing that music and I was smacking my hands. Remember, I was going. Yes, remember we that? were doing that. Yes, you yeah. Were. Yep. That was right before it, or maybe like 20 minutes before I did that. But that's that finger snap, that sucker was right by me, dude. Literally right in my recorder. And there was no one around me. You guys are in the in the you know, toward the middle of the casemate. Yeah, I think the these two or three of them were. I was I was on the other side where you were, but you know even still, there's no way none of us snapped our fingers at all, and we all said that. Yeah, no, no dude, that was definitely a finger snap. That was really loud. Hundred percent, really, really yeah. loud. That was awesome, actually. So this is a. Uh, this is a direct response that I caught in uh, case made five. Uh, I asked, you know, well, I'll just let you guys hear it, but I asked, I asked a question and it, it responds to it. And this is that clip I was telling you about Don. So, you know, get your okay. headphones on and uh, check it out. What division were you with?
You hear that? You hear it. I hear it. Yeah. You can't it says it. north, right? Yes, yeah, it does. <laughs> I amplified it a little bit, but it, it definitely says north. I'm going to play that again. What division were you with? That's pretty clear. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we didn't hear that, dude. We were all in that room. We didn't hear it at all. Jeez. How do we not hear was that? that? The, was that the the in the beginning when we were there? Like no, Casemate was, one? That was in case made five. Five. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was in case made five. And I don't know how the hell we didn't hear that, but no one heard it. That's cool. No one heard it. I'm like, how the hell did we not hear that? <laughs> well, it must have been low enough in that low spectrum, man. Yeah, because I'm I'm like listening to it and I'm like, whoa, that's definitely a response. I'm gonna play that one more time. What division were you with? Yeah, definitely says North. That was super cool. cool. Yeah, man, that was that was awesome, dude. I, I I love that place, man. There's so much stuff that can happen in there. You never know what's going to happen in Fort Mifflin. You know what I mean? Because there's so many too many deaths that happen there. Yeah, and something's it's always something different when you go there. Normally, I mean, we've got proof of that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I wanted to play, oh, I want to play, this was um, the first time me and Don, okay, Sean said he couldn't hear, you want to, you want to, all right, I'll play it for you again, Sean, um, you're going to ask, you're going to hear me ask a question, and right after that, you're going to hear, you're going to hear a voice say north, just turn up your volume a little bit, I, I amplified it a little bit, uh, here we go. What division were you with? Yeah, I definitely hear it. It's definitely saying north. Um, now, it does help to have a good set of headphones, too. Yeah, yeah. If you got a um, shitty set of headphones, you might not hear it as well. But yeah. uh, some of these voices are so low, they're... They're barely picking up on the Hertz level. So uh, they're definitely below, you know, 20 Hertz. Um, there was, uh, remember the first time we were there, we were in Casemate 11. And Casemate 11 was solitary confinement for for uh, Union. I think they were Confederate soldiers, I think. Wasn't it Confederate soldiers, I believe? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Because uh, that was where William Howell was prison. Yeah, William Howe was the only man that was hung at Fort Mifflin. And they did that. That was a public hanging. They wound up hung, I think they hung that guy for, um, what desertion. was it? it? was Desertion, yeah. They hung that yeah. guy for desertion. Yeah. And they, they hung him in the fort. And uh, he said he's trying to get a buy some Smith friends. But yeah, um, yeah, that that was a, we were in for uh, Casemate at 11. And uh, you asked a question, something like, are you hungry? Because that, you know, we did know it was solitary confinement. And actually, the guys from Ghost Hunters, Grant Wilson, had seen 
So allegedly seen his face in that window. There's a window in there where the guards could go behind the, there's a little cut in that goes behind the solitary confinement. I mean, it's, it's a little, it's that guy like me is not going to fit back there, but uh, if you're skinny, you can get back there. (laughs) Yeah. My, my skinny ass went back there and believe me, for me, it was tight too, because you can't turn around at all. Yeah. I mean, my nephew went back there. He's like, it's, yeah, he's like, it's tight back here. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and um but uh, you know grant wilson uh supposedly had seen you know the face of this guy in, in one of the, in the windows behind you know it's in the solitary confinement so the first time me and don ever went there it was just me and him in there now they got this loud ass sub pump or something in there you can't really record in there very well because you can't hear shit it's so loud but uh, the first time we were there it was really quiet and Don had his recorder going and he asked, you know, are you hungry? And we, we heard a voice say yes. And uh, we captured it. So I'm going to play that clip for you guys right now. What about something to eat? Are you hungry? That's real. It's quick, that's, but it's clear. That's, it's like, that's so clear, man. Yeah, it's like, yes. I'll play that yeah, clip Sean. one more time. Sean, you should be able to hear this one. It's pretty loud. What about something to eat? Are you hungry? Yeah, that's super. It's super loud. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah, that was even with shit. Even with shitty headphones, you should be able to hear that one. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was pretty loud. That's the weird Um, thing about it. It's like how you think they're in. You know, they're dead. Why would they even be feeling any type of hunger at all? Yeah, like maybe it's um, uh, maybe it's a residual kind of thing. I don't know. That's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Definitely kind of weird. weird. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) why would you be hungry and you're dead? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Let me see. We got I got another one out of um the gunpowder magazine room. That was uh it's a woman's voice we captured. I think it's the one that says my name actually. So yeah, I set a static recorder up in the gunpowder magazine room and I'm walking out and as soon as we get by you hear a female voice say says my name, which sounds like my name. So Here's that clip right there. Yeah, it definitely says my name, right? That was towards the end there. Yeah, it says John. We're gonna play it again. Like like little whispery. Yeah. Yep. It says John.
Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's pretty loud, right? Yeah, it's definitely loud. You can hear it. It's whispery. It's got that whispery sound to it, but it's loud. Yeah, there was no women there. That was doesn't once again. Once again, why are they why are they calling you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's my electric personality. I don't know. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> maybe it's just an easy word around. to say. You know, maybe it's just an easy word to say. I, I, I don't know. But then, you know, it might not always be you. You know, you got to think too, because John's a pretty common name. Yeah, so, there was a John. There was a John that's associated with Fort Mifflin as well. Yeah. So they could be just saying their name for all we know. Yeah. He was a commander or something in at Fort Mifflin. It was John. Oh shit! I forgot his last name. John something. I forgot. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Looking through here, see if I can find it. <clears throat> John. Now was that during the Revolutionary? Yeah. Okay. It was. Mm, let's see it yeah. now. But there was a John at the fort. Okay. But yeah, I don't know if uh, any of the other people had any, you know, kind of stuff that we had happened over the years. But I think we had a bunch of things happen over the years of, of being there. Supposedly yeah, they're seeing yeah. a new. Supposedly they're seeing a new woman there too. The woman in blue. Like I, I didn't see her, but um, no, they said that she was on the roof. Yeah, building. I was wondering why the hell she was on the roof unless that building that you know we're in had multiple levels to it at one time because I think all that shit got blown up at one time and they rebuilt it. You know what I mean? And that would make sense. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense that way. Maybe she was blown up, you know, during that time frame. Because there was, you got to figure there was women around too, you know, because a lot of times they had to, uh, you know, give first aid and, you know, feed the soldiers too. I mean, it wasn't just them. Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we're seeing her on the roof. I'm like, see, why the hell would you see her on the roof? And I'm like, ah, maybe they, maybe they blew this thing up or something. that had another level to it. You know what I mean? And they were seeing her out back. Uh, a couple people said they had seen her out back, and she went through the wall like there was a door there or something at one time, like on the backside of where you know where we had everything. Yeah. Um, where we had our, I guess that that was the. Um, the soldiers' quarters right there, where we were staying at. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm guessing that, you know what I mean. It, there must have been a doorway or something there at one time because they said they seen her walk right through the wall. But there is a lot of old relics and stuff from the fort because that's like a little museum right in there. Yeah, it's connected to that room. Yeah, did you see the yeah, rooms with all the with all the um like old cannonballs and stuff they had found in the fort? Did you see that room? Yeah. I saw that, yeah, because it, it that was there. That's been there ever since we were there the first time. They had, they had, some new, they, they had a couple of new things did, in there too. Yeah, they did add some stuff. That's why I went over there to take a look at it, see what had changed since we were there. But it's pretty cool that it just goes through the whole history and has all the different stuff they found on the fort, um, stuff like that. So, but yeah, like they, I said that was connect connected to the soldiers' barracks where they were. Sleeping. Yeah, they they did have those big. Uh, like uh poles that they found out in the river for you know punching holes in the british boats there's like mm-hmm. big spears they have the big metal uh point on them that would you know blow holes in the boat they would stick them down in the mud in the river 
And when the boat hit him, it would punch holes. And did you see that thing in there? They, that's a new one, I think. Yeah, I don't recall that, but that makes sense. I mean, considering that you got 250 ships out in that, that bay, you're definitely going to want to have some way of defending it. Yeah, they would put those things in the mud and the boats, you know, out in the, in the Delaware River. And those boats would hit it and it would punch holes in the boats. But must not have worked too well because they destroyed the hell out of that fort in five yes, days. They, they they leveled it. So, And the French wound up helping us rebuild it, I think, at one point. They had the French had helped rebuild it. So, I mean, that's a, it is a super cool place. And what's cool is, you know, you do pay... A little bit of money, you pay about ninety bucks a person to get in there. You gotta have a minimum of ten people, but you know you're you're walking in the footsteps of American history, and you know the money helps you know them maintain the fort. You know it helps them pay their employees and cut the grass and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool, and you get the fort all night. You do, and that that to me that's what's worth it there because you're helping that you're helping them you know restore the place. You know, to keep the history going because every time that stuff's going to deteriorate and you need to have some way of fixing it so it's the only way you're going to be able to do it is to get money to to help uh help to you know fix everything yeah i mean the place is it's super cool man when you walk in there it's just you can feel the like the history of it you know when you're like man this place is super cool i wish i could put the that picture in there Oh, that ghost you that we, oh. we had, oh my god that picture that that chuck had captured do you have was it chuck? Do you have it on uh Who? that was uh keith that was keith oh yeah yeah it was yeah. keith yeah yeah because he made us think about that picture like it was you know and they all thought it wasn't anything until me and you had said something about dude that looks like a skeleton yeah and chuck was like chuck was like that's me i'm like well, you must have lost a lot of weight, dude, because that looks like a skeleton coming out of one of the fireplaces, man. Like, I mean, we, we both looked at it and was like, that is cool as shit. What is that, dude? It's like a skeleton. Yeah. That was that was cool, man. That like, was yeah, super I mean, that's, cool. That's like a one in a million shot. You ain't ever going to get that again. No. No way. Nope. That was, um, that was amazing. That was really cool. Yep. We should put that on our site, but that, who knows that guy? He would probably cry about it. You guys stole my evidence or some shit, you know? Now all you can do is try and see what happens. Yeah, I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to go that route, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool-ass picture, man. That's all I can say. It's it's It looks like a skeleton coming out of the fireplace. I, I just couldn't believe Chuck would say that that looked like him. I'm like, that doesn't look like you at all, dude. Like. I don't, that's a game show camera. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look like you. Yeah, plus it's not even wearing glasses. Why would it be wearing glasses? <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> yeah, come on. What's a skeleton going to wear glasses? What do you need to wear glasses for when you're a skeleton? You don't have any eyes yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool Very picture, sense. man. I'll tell you, so I've had some weird stuff happen in that commandment house, man. Remember we heard the, the screaming lady? I can't find that clip on this um, this drive for some reason. I thought I had that clip. There was something else that uh, I might be able to send it over to you now while we're on here. 
Yeah, the screaming um, lady was cool. Me and me, me and you heard the screaming lady. That was loud. That was definitely oh, a woman yeah. screaming. Um, I, I I captured something the last time we were there. It sounds like a, a scream, but I, mean, I don't. I'm not real sure on it. That's why I'm not playing it tonight. But uh, I gotta I gotta really listen to it more. But it sounds like a woman screaming. But I I just don't know. I gotta really really keep going over it to analyze it more but it sounds real distant you know not like the last yeah. time me and you heard it me and you heard it it sounded like it was right outside of the damn fort right outside of the uh the citadel right there it did and there was other you know the weird part you remember uh on that clip amy was with us and she said she had heard something right before the screaming lady you recall that no, I don't remember that. What did she say she heard? She said she she kept like we were in the building. She said, "Guys, did you hear that?" And we were we were joking around because you couldn't whistle, like you were in trouble whistling that night. Oh yeah, and you, you were kind of making a joke about it, and uh, we were you and I were laughing. And I guess that's when the voice came over it, and it, and I listened to it closer. It's definitely a female voice, and it's it's kind of got like a a breathy female voice to it and it definitely wasn't her so she was right she definitely heard something there yeah well that's like that one night at, at um landon house she heard that woman and me and you didn't hear her remember yep she heard that woman She's say like, quiet I, I always feel i always feel bad for because whenever she'd hear stuff we'd be like oh you're you're crazy you know we just kind of walk away like yeah and then go back and play and i'm like shit she did hear that because <laughs> we remember oh, we were right. laughing we were laughing about something we were we did something and we were laughing and when we were laughing there's a woman that says quiet she's like quiet and yes i remember that yeah remember and and amy yeah. goes, hey did you guys just hear a woman say quiet and i'm like no she's like you didn't hear that i'm like i didn't hear that and we started laughing more about it like, i didn't hear that shit. i didn't hear any woman say anything but then when i went home i'm listening to the clip i'm like Holy shit, she did hear it because I'm like listening to the clip and I'm like, oh yeah, I hear it. This is a woman. She says, quiet. And it's loud too. And yeah. we didn't hear it. I'm like, how the hell do we not hear that? That doesn't make any sense, right? No, no, it doesn't. But you know, yeah. I, I think we were like talking and doing other things, joking around. We probably didn't hear hear it at all. Yeah, but Fort Mifflin is definitely, if anybody out there is listening, get a chance to go to Fort Mifflin, definitely go there. That place is super, super cool, man. I mean, you hear, you can definitely experience phenomena during the day, night. It doesn't matter if it's dark or it's daytime. You know, you can still, you'll still hear, uh, you'll still hear, you know, paranormal events. You'll still hear EVPs and stuff like that. So, don't be, don't be uh, afraid to investigate a place during the day because you will have uh, paranormal events that happen during the day. Uh, especially at Fort Mifflin, you never know what the hell is going to happen. You know, when, when I had talked to Wayne a couple of times, the old caretaker, Wayne, uh, Wayne had experienced a lot of stuff during the day while he was cutting the grass and stuff. He heard a woman scream as he was cutting the grass. Remember? Yeah, he said it was, it was so loud that he dropped the, the weed eater because uh, it scared the shit out of him. Now, yeah, that would yeah. have to be That would have to be an extremely loud scream. Yeah, because those weed eaters aren't exactly quiet. At least not the older ones. Hell no. He, yeah, he said he was weed whacking. That's what he said. Yeah. He said, I sent he that said, clip to you, by the way. Oh, you did send it. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to play that clip for everybody. 
definitely gonna play that. Let me uh, see if I can upload it here. Yeah, that uh, Fort Mifflin, man. You don't, you never know what the hell you're gonna get out of that place, man. You know, it surprises you every time. It does, man. Like you'll think, you know, hey, we ain't gonna get, we ain't get nothing, but then all of a sudden, hey, we caught some stuff, you know. Did you get the, uh, the, the the kid's voice, the child's voice is in the uh, officer's quarters? Did you get that one I sent you? No. No. Okay. Did that was that clip you sent me? Was that an MP3 file? No, uh, it might not have been. Uh, did, it, did, did it not go over? Okay. Wait a minute. Here it is, right here. Let me see. It'll let yeah. me know if it's. No, it went through. Okay. Yeah, good. it went through. All right, so this clip I'm going to play. This is a really cool clip. This was the Screaming Lady. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the Screaming Lady that everybody over the years have heard this woman screaming inside the fort. And uh, one night when me and Don were there, we heard it really loud outside of the, the Commandments House, which is called the Commandments House or the, the Citadel. But we heard it. It was extremely loud. The plane lands the philadelphia airport backs up the fort when a plane lands and right as the plane it, it gets quiet you hear a woman scream it's really loud so we'll play that clip for you guys and here comes the plane That? that was a scream, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> Who's screaming? Don't tell me Diana's screaming again. <laughs> that was a scream. Yeah, it was. Female at that. <laughs> sorry about the uh, sorry about the f bombs in there. I didn't edit those out. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh uh, man, this isn't like a uh, regular radio station, so we're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we thought it was Diana. We're like, is that Diana again, dude? What the hell, dude? Because there was a deer running around in the fort, and we had a couple women there. We thought maybe they ran into that deer. There was a big buck in the fort. We thought maybe they ran into that buck and started screaming, but it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't them. We went. They were actually in the uh, where we had everything set up, and they were like, "Did you hear? Did you guys scream?" We're like, "No." But did you hear a scream? Nope. I'm like, wow. And 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 remember, um, uh, Carl and Ryan didn't hear it either. No, they did not. I remember that. And they were running around on the top of the fort. And I don't know how the hell they didn't hear that because we definitely heard it. That's what's crazy about that. It's like so loud. Like, how did they not? Yeah. Like, the one I have on my recorders is, um, is a little louder than yours. Yeah, I noticed that. Because I had that. I think I had that on that task cam. And that thing was really loud on my recorder because I was like, damn, that thing was so loud. Because that thing, you can hear your guts turning you know, on the inside as you're recording with that thing. Oh, yes, you can. I've been learning that as I've been using it. That thing's pretty amazing, man. The uh, Tascam, everybody gets a chance to get that Tascam recorders. 
they're about a hundred bucks, but I'll tell you what, they're I'm worth it. They're worth it. If you really want to hear some really low, you know, capture some really low EVPs and test cams or they're the way to go. They, I don't know, man, my Olympus is, I have a bunch of Olympuses, dude. They, they are top of the line um, recorders as well. If you want to do some paranormal investigating, um, I've captured some really, really good EVPs with those. As a matter of fact, some of the ones I captured that I played tonight were on that Olympus. They weren't on a task cam. That mm-hmm. one with the snapping, the snapping of the fingers and stuff. Yes. That was with my regular recorder on the Olympus. Wow. Okay. That old one. Remember that DS40, the old one I had? I've I had that, that thing for 15 years. I've captured it on that. Wow. They don't even make that recorder really anymore. Yeah, dude, they don't even make that recorder anymore. I, 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 You can get one, but it's like refurbished, but they don't make it anymore. I, I mean, it's just like some of those, you know, other recorders they use. Those, uh, what's those, Panasonic's uh, D... RR60s or whatever they are supposedly catch all kinds of different EVPs. I'll tell you what, that one guy that I investigated with Gary, he had one one time and uh, we were at Land. I took him to Landon House and he captured an EVP that I didn't. It, it, you know, I asked, can you tell us your name? And dude, he captured, he captured a plain voice, like just like we're talking, say, uh, Richard Margram, right? And right. Dude, my recorder, my Olympus captured nothing. Absolutely nothing, dude. Didn't capture anything. But his, you know, we played his back and you hear a voice go, Richard Margram. I'm like, no way, dude. <laughs> what the hell? How the hell did that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to, to uh, somehow that older technology is on some kind of different frequency or something. Or, or, I don't, I don't get it. That's the only thing I can think of that if they're made, you know, they were made differently. So uh, you never know what they're able to pick up the different Hertz level. Cause they, um, to me, they all get in that contend to get in that different uh, Hertz spectrum. And they might not all be the same that way. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, you know, they're selling these recorders for a crazy amount of money. Uh, I think, dude, if you want to get one of those Panasonic's, you could probably pick one up on like eBay or something mm-hmm. like that for like some crazy amount of money. I'm talking like anywhere between a thousand and two to three thousand dollars for a really piece of outdated equipment. Like, I mean, those recorders. They're really not much to them. They suck, actually. I mean, if you listen to the audio, when you listen to it back, it's really shitty. Like, the audio is terrible. And I just, I I think it's interesting, you know, a a couple people have reached out to Panasonic to try to give them the the old schematics to those recorders just so they can kind of take one apart to duplicate it to, to recreate, you know, how they did it. And they wouldn't give them the the okay to do it. And they're like, why don't you just make the recorder? You're going to make a lot of money if you just sell the recorder. You know what I mean? True. Just re- true. refurbish the recorder and make it again. And you're probably going to make a ton of money from ghost hunters, but they don't, they won't do it. They so said the, 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 uh, the, the stuff is so outdated that they won't, they won't even touch it. Which kind of sucks because they did they did have something 
there is something different about that recorder than other recorders, you know, but that works. It works. It definitely catches different things than a regular recorder. And that was the main reason why they did away with that recorder, too, is because people were complaining about that recorder, that they were picking up all these weird voices on the recorder that weren't theirs. And that was the complaint, and they, that's why they stopped making it. Pretty wild, yeah, right? That is wild. That you oh. that you basically find that find that by accident. Yeah. If you yeah. think about it. So I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play another clip in uh, the Gunpowder Magazine room. This was a clip that we caught. Um, I had a static recorder going, and uh, Tom and James are in that room. They're just being quiet, and you hear a woman say, "You know, can you help me?" So uh, get your headphones on and uh, turn up the sound because you're gonna hear. It. This is a really whispery woman's voice, but really low. But you can definitely make it out if you got headphones on. So here we go. I heard it in the beginning. Yeah, you heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that in the beginning. Definitely like, female. Yeah, it's like, can you help me? You know what I mean? Like, definitely woman saying, can you help me? I'll play that clip again, too. Lost my place here. I sent you a couple other ones. I don't know if I already sent them or not to you. If you want to play them. It's here, right here. All right, I'm play that clip again. Yeah, it definitely says, can you help me? Um, you hear the, the help me part more than you hear the can you, but you can definitely hear it. Yeah, towards the end there, towards the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right at the beginning there. Uh, hey, Chris. Chris and uh, Big Chief Thunder in the uh, chat room. Um, this next clip was a, a knocking noise that we heard. It was in Casemate 1. So I'm going to play that clip right now, too. Ghost or whatever it was. What the fuck was that? Somebody drop something? Nobody moved? No. Nobody moved. Uh, ooh, shit started. What the fuck was that? It sounded like a knock to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty loud knocks, right? It was like two knocks. Boom, Def boom. Yep, definitely knocking. I remember that. Yeah, it was really loud. But that's what I've caught so far uh, going over some of the stuff that we've uh, you know, recorded that night we were there. But I still have a ton of audio to go over. I've gone over, um, I think, two recorders, but I still have, like, four more recorders <laughs> to go over. So who knows how much more stuff I'm going to catch, you know? Oh, you never know. You go through all that stuff. It takes take takes a while, especially the more oh, yeah. recorders, the more shit, the more shit you gotta go over. So, oh yeah, dude, I still got <laughs> video to go over too. I did, oh, I sheesh. did do some video um, on my handheld while we were there. I shot a bunch of video on handheld while I was there. Um, I'm hoping I caught something. You know, Tom said he had seen something, uh, some kind of white stuff in casemate, the gunpowder casemate, actually. 
And uh, he's okay. like, and matter of fact, right after that is when you hear that "Can you help me?" kind of voice there. Uh, that was that. That's really an active casemate. Uh, every time I've been in there, I've heard that woman's voice in that casemate. Why that casemate? I don't know. But you hear her in all the. I don't, I've heard her in, in the other casemates too, but over in like casemate one, mm. I've heard her over there, and. In the, in the gunpowder casemate, that's where I've heard her the most, in the gunpowder casemate. And we heard her scream that time outside of the uh, Citadel. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm sure she traveled all over that fort at one time or another. Did you get that clip I sent you for her? That member uh, that touched my hand one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got that clip. Yeah, it's kind of low, though. Oh. One here, I gotta, I gotta clean up a little bit. That was the okay. Chris and them had their shitty recorders. I wish we'd had a really good recorder in there and captured that at that time. Yeah, because that was the, I think the second time I think we were there is when we caught that. Was it the second? Yeah, it was the second time. Yeah, because remember, I think it was um, Chris's friend that got touched. What the hell was his name? Uh, what the hell was his name? Huh? Wasn't wasn't Brandon, was it? No, 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 no. I can't remember his name. I forgot his his name. Um what the hell was his name? Kevin or something like that? Kevin. It might have been Kevin. Yeah, I was thinking that. Kenny. That was his name. Kenny. His name was Kenny. Yeah. Can't remember his name. His name was Kenny. And uh he's the one. He felt something touch his hand. That's what it was. He felt something touch his hand and he was like what the hell was that? And then you hear a woman say, like, I'm touching your hand or something like that. That's what it was. That's what it was. I know it touches his hand. It says it first, right? I think she says it first, like, I'm touching your hand. You say, hey, man, I feel like something's touching my hand. Yeah, yeah that's she, what it was. She, she said it first, and then he responded to the fact yeah, that he, she had touched And they hand. didn't hear it. And they didn't hear it at yeah. all. They didn't hear it at all. That's what's but amazing that's about to- EVPs. You know, yeah, but but it's cool though because you got the fact that you're getting a personal experience with it, but you're also get catching on audio too of it happening. Yeah, you know, I thought we would get <clears throat> in Fort Mifflin. Those casemates have a lot of reverb in there, and you know, I noticed I did catch some things when there was no one in the casemates. Like I caught like the voice that says my name, John. You hear me leave out, and then it says my name. But the thing that's interesting is that you get a lot of EVPs when these things are kind of using your your reverbial voice, you know, like as you're talking, they're cutting in while you're talking, almost like they're using your sound waves along with other things to communicate. That's the most amazing thing about EVPs is, you know, you never know when it's going to happen, but when it happens... It's one of the most fascinating things, and you're trying to figure out, okay, what the hell made it do it at that time? You know what I mean? I've right. sat here for hours and tried to figure out, okay, now I have the time when it happened, but what conditions were going on when that happened? You know what I mean? Like to make that spirit or that energy communicate with us what was going on physically and 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 chemically and you know 
with, with, with the atmosphere, what the hell was going on to make that thing talk, you know? Yeah, because you, you're trying to determine if it's something that we can try to recreate to yeah. make them talk more. Yes. Like what, like I was using that, um, remember I, I had that tuning fork, I was using it when we were at Fort Mifflin, you know, I was banging it on the walls and said they could use that tuning fork. Um, and, you know, that's another thing with, with the ghost box as well, right? Like I've went back into some of our recordings. Like I, I have thousands and thousands of hours of recordings of all the investigations we've done. I have them all on file, at least the ones that I, I didn't lose when I lost my computer crashed at one time, but now I back everything up on an external hard drive. But, you know, there was a few times, and you know, a bunch of times actually when we were using a ghost box and the things weren't communicating through the, they weren't communicating through the ghost box, but they were using the ambient noise of the ghost box. They were using the white noise from the ghost box. They weren't yeah. coming through the ghost box because there's one time there matters more than one time. You remember that case we did in Dolphin County with that girl, um, her her boyfriend had, had died from a drug overdose or something like that. Remember in yeah, the house? Yeah, I remember that case. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember her name. Um, Jesus, what was her name? Kristen or something like that? I cannot remember her name. I don't remember. Um, but we, we had it happen at Fort Mifflin, too. The same thing you're talking about. Yeah, well, we, you know. We had the ghost box going downstairs. Remember, whatever it was could communicate through the ghost box really well at that place. What the hell was her name? I can't remember her name. And we had the ghost box going downstairs, and I was sitting on the stairs. There was a stairs behind me, and, I, and they went up to the second floor. And while you guys were doing the ghost box thing, I heard a disembodied voice behind me on the steps, but the, the, the ghost box got real static and went, like that and when it did i heard a voice say help me on the stairs but it wasn't through the ghost box it used that ambient static noise to talk and it did it behind me because i was like dude you guys just hear a voice say help me and nobody heard it but i heard it you know what i mean i it was behind me it was up on the second floor behind at the top of the stairs and i just thought that was really really cool you know i'm like I just heard that voice on the stairs. It wasn't through the ghost box. And it's happened more than once. It was using the ambient noise for the ghost box, but it wasn't the ghost box. You know what I mean? It wasn't coming through that device. It was a disembodied voice that it was using that static, which was was really cool. Yeah, because we had a clip uh, that we did there in the officer's quarters at Fort Mifflin. Same thing happened there. We were doing the ghost box box session and all of a sudden you you could hear it not through the ghost box but it was using the uh the noise the static noise in there and it was using that to help it communicate and it was loud because we all heard it we were all like whoa did you hear that yeah shortly after then shortly after we got the the kid's voice child's voice through it too yeah, I mean, I just, I, it's so fascinating when it happens, you know what I mean? Especially when you go to this, like, I thought it would happen a lot more at Fort Mifflin because it was so reverberal, you know what I mean? Like, there's casemates are underground, and 
I mean, man, when you're in there, you really hear a lot of reverberal noises. Like, even when you're talking, everything's reverbing back to you. It's, I, I thought we would have a lot more, you know, disembodied voices, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Me too. Yeah. But you never know when that stuff's going to happen. You know, sometimes it's more active than others. Oh, yeah. 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 We got a new listener here, um, Angelia. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the chat room. Welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, all the years we've been doing it, it's just like, why the hell? Why then? Why now? You know what I mean? Why is this voice happening now? What, you know, even all the residential cases that we've done and and the historic places we've been in, you know, it's just like, why did that voice happen there? I mean, we do know that it can use like, you know, the car, you know, car going by, you know, car going by. It happened at, at Duncan, remember? Car went did, by and yeah. it said it said the daughter's name, like, Allie, as the car went by, you know? And it was like, dude, that was so cool. And that was when we were first starting out. We didn't really know how to really research what was going on or, or kind of even figure out what was going on. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just hearing all this stuff. We actually thought we were doing something wrong. Remember, we were like, how are we getting all these damn voices? Like, we got to be doing something wrong. You know, we remember we're catching all these EVPs and, and hearing disembodied voices. Like, dude, we got to be doing something wrong. Like, something. How are we catching all this stuff? Like, I don't get it. it, it was I really remember. Weird. You remember we got that voice over top of the noisy refrigerator, too. So I, I think when that had happened, I think that was the time we were like, well, wait a minute. Maybe there is something to this, to where they are using you know, these different sounds and stuff to try to communicate because they're having to use that form of sound wave uh, in order to manipulate it and, and basically say something so that we're able to hear it on our end. But it just amazes me how they're able to do that to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So we got a couple of new people that's come into the chat room and they're listening out there. And I'm going to play some of the EVPs um, over again. So you guys can hear people, new people that have joined in tonight and you're listening and you didn't get to hear some of the EVPs we've played. I'm going to play some, I'll, I'll replay some of the ones we've played so far so you guys can get a chance to listen to them as well. Uh, give us a love, give us, you know, throw some hearts out there. Love the show, uh, like the show, follow us on uh, Podbean. And it'll give you live alerts, you know, when we go live and talk about some of our cases. We do a lot of our, uh, our podcasts on our investigations were part of the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society in Pennsylvania. And, you know, we've been, uh, me and Don have been a team for 20 years now. So, I mean, we're, we're pushing on it, you know, so we've been around, we've done a lot of things and experienced a lot of things. So, you know, and we're trying to, you know, help people understand what's going on out here. You know, it's not about just us. We're trying to get the information out here that, there are things that go bump in the night and these things are, you know, unexplainable. You know, there aren't, there's not an answer to everything that's going on, you know? So we, we, what we do is we try to validate claims of activity in people's homes. And uh, we've been doing residential cases for a long time and, you know, we've experienced a lot of things and we've captured a lot of things over the years and we're going to dig deep into our case files and, and play a lot of the stuff that we've, uh, encountered over the years and on this uh podcast along with some of the new stuff we're going to be doing a lot we have a lot of new cases we've been into and 
in Minersville and Harrisburg and, you know, uh, what was the last case we did it was up in uh, Clingerstown and we're, we're all over the place in Pennsylvania. So we're going to be playing a lot of stuff. So uh, Angela, she just, uh, she just, Angelia just popped in. I'm going to play one of the earlier EVPs that we captured in, uh, actually it was a disembodied, finger snap that we heard in, in one of the casemates in Fort Mifflin in Pennsylvania. So tune on, put your headphones on, uh, and uh, here comes an EVP or disembodied noises we heard. So check it out. Hey, that was loud. What was that? What was that? Yeah, Did somebody snap their fingers? No. No. Did you hear that? I heard that. That was snapping of a finger. Can you do this? That's me. That motherfucker was right here by me. That wasn't none of you guys. Nope, nope, nope. You heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the snapping of the finger. It was fucking close to me. That was cool. Did you do that? Who did that? Did somebody do that? No. No. You heard that, right? Yeah, I thought it was Todd. I didn't move. Yeah, someone was over that way. <clears throat> hey, it's communicating. That's really, man, that's so clear, dude. That snapping was like, cool yeah, shit. It's really loud. Really loud. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, it was right by me, man. It was no kidding. It was it right had, by me. It had to have been. Oh, that's yeah. cool, though. It is, dude. I'm. I cannot wait to go back to like Minersville, and uh, I'm hoping we get some more cases up that way. That's an old town, little mining town. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's it's not far from uh, what's that that um, that uh, town that's burning? Um, you know, under the oh what yeah. What the hell is that? Uh, I forget the name of that town. What is that? Damn, what's the name of that I'm, town? Yeah, because no one can live there because it's constant. It's under uh basically there's fire underground. It's been yeah, it's the the uh, the mine's been on fire for like fifty years. Fifty years, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it, it man, it's right there near Minersville, literally like the hell is the name of that town? Can I remember the name of that town? Uh, I forget. Yeah. Oh my god. It, it's a cool place. It's like a ghost town now. Um let me, let, me, let me look it up real quick. It's in, uh, they call it the burning, the burning town, right? Or something like that. What would they call it? Uh, the burning, I the burning so. town in PA or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's Centralia. That's what it's called. Centralia. That's right near Minersville, right where we did that, that case at. Which we're going back to that case, man. That's a really interesting place we did. We yeah, captured some really, really cool stuff there. Um, I, I cannot wait to go back there. And that's where Josh kind of freaked out and ran out of the room. And he was freaked out, yeah. dude. <laughs> we yeah, watched that a, video. Just we a little right bit. <laughs> we laughed so hard, dude. We were all just cracking up. He's like, I think he was kind of embarrassed. He was like, uh, it was funny because I'm like, Don, did you did you whistle? Because I heard a whistle or something. And you guys are right there by the main street up in the attic. And I'm yeah. like, did you guys hear a whistle? And you're like, no, I didn't hear a whistle. And I'm like, damn, that was down here then. 
Next thing I know, he's standing next to me. I'm like, what are you doing, boy? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm something scared the shit out of me in there, man. I'm getting the hell out. I got the hell out of there, dude. <laughs> we went back in the video. I'm watching that video. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, yeah, you ran up out of there. <laughs> you were <laughs> But yeah, we did so... have something. We did have something really weird happen when that floor shook. And uh, it shook like, like, cause I was in the middle of the floor and I was jumping up and down to see if those cat balls were going to go off. Okay. Um, cause they were a couple, they went off for no reason. And I couldn't explain why they went off. So I'm like, maybe, you know, Josh, Josh kind of sat down on the floor and maybe his movement made him go off. So I'm like, I'm jumping up and down, you know, and the floor, it's an old house. It was, it was flexing, you know what I mean? And, um, Josh said, dude, that was. That was the cat balls aren't going off. So I went back to the other side of the room and all of a sudden you heard the floor go like shake, like someone was jumping up and down right where I was. And he was freaked out. He's like, what the hell, man? What the hell? I said, what was that? Was that the floor moving? He's like, yeah, man. It was like, like you did it. Like there was someone here doing it physically. He was freaked out after that. Wow. And he was, yeah, it was, it did. And you hear it on the recording. I have it on the recording. And you hear the floor just going like shaking up and like the floor is squeaking like I'm doing it. It's wild, dude. It's really wild. Jeez. Remember you guys were in the attic? Yeah, because when I was in the attic, I mean the homeowner there, she got spooked by something. Like she said it fell, something fell behind her. Well, check she this out. Like, I had a I had a, I had a static recorder going in the attic and there was no one in the attic. And the church, remember the church, they have a church right down the street. The church bells go off. And yeah, I, uh, I think it's like 11 o'clock or something like that. They go off. And I'm kidding you not, man. Right after the bells, maybe like two minutes later, you hear a voice, a woman's voice in the attic go, amen. Right in the recorder. Clear as day, you hear, you hear a woman's voice go, amen. I'm like, whoa, super, super cool. Super cool. Hmm. That is cool. You think about it. You have church bells. And it says amen. Yeah. Weird. Now that's kind of saying almost like he can hear the church bells. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's hearing thing. Yeah. And it's it can recognizing hear. that. Yeah. That's awesome. So Angelia says she's having some experiences and, um, in Wisconsin, my uh, my niece lives in Wisconsin somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, there's you never know. You get into renting a house, you never know what's the hell happened in some of these houses. You know, especially you get into like the historic side of a house that's been there a long time. You never know what what's what you're going to awake when you go into these houses. You know what I mean? Especially if you start renovating them and stuff. Who knows what's going to happen? You know what I mean? No, because you, you never know the you know what had happened in in the history of that house. You know how many people might have died. You know who knows. Yeah, I mean look, I mean look at some of the cases we've done with renovations, how they've went nuts. You know what I mean? And you know they they just you know we just wrote a book about some of our cases that we did and you know unholy structure, and uh, it's number one on Amazon. People are loving it, and this is all this true stuff that's happened to us in cases. So. You know, and uh, Anna Anna did a good job of of recreating some of the things that happen 
in our cases. You know, I gave her some of the information from our cases and a, a particular case that we've done, and she wrote a, a pretty uh, cool book about it called Unholy Structure. And um, you know, I'm going to collaborate with her on another book. This was going to be on all of our case files, man. So it's okay. going to be <clears throat> it's going to be really really cool. That it sounds like it. Yeah, Can't man. Wait. It's just it's I, I do it. I want to do it for the educational part. I don't give a shit about the money, man. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not looking to make money on this. I'm looking to make it as people need to know that there are things out here that we really can't explain, and we're not any closer to it than we've been, you know, in the last 50 years of paranormal research, of figuring out what makes these things tick, what makes them work, how the, how the activity happens. Well, if you could, if there was a way you could contain the phenomena and test it to see what it's made of, how it's, you know, what kind of energy it's made of, it's definitely some kind of energy it's made of, you know what I mean, without a doubt, as you're getting cold spots and and stuff like that you know it, i mean physically i mean you know scientifically a cold spot <laughs> everything we do generates heat it doesn't generate cold you know what i mean we right. don't generate right. cold we generate heat so these things are actually able to drop the temperature which is kind of scientifically not possible but they do it and you know manifest and show themselves you know just like that video we call the black mass you know appearing disappearing you know it's creating itself from nothing you watch that video dude i mean it's <laughs> we, we captured it what 12 years ago something 11 years ago 12 something, years ago something like that unfortunately and, we had the shitty shitty cameras but I, I know. I wish it would have been like really high definition cameras back then, but it was the shitty, you know, CCTV camera caught it on. But I mean, if you really watch that, dude, it, it's amazing how it creates itself. It creates itself it from nothing, and it's creating a mass so so dense that you can no longer see through it. That's creating mass. How plus is that possible? Out, yeah. Plus, it blocked out the door jam there. Yeah, how is it? Or you can even see that. How is it possible? How is it physically and scientifically possible to create something from absolutely nothing without some kind of power source being there to create it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm looking at what uh, Angelie wrote here. Uh, 1870, a girl seven years old when she died. Uh, she looked it up. She said, uh, "She said she's so into this. That's cool. I'm glad you're into this because this is a, a fascinating um, pseudoscience to get into." She just say it's not considered a science, but it is a pseudoscience, and uh, it's it's fascinating to get into once you start really getting into really getting into it and experiencing phenomena. Man, it it changes everything of what you believe. You know, you might have been, you might have thought, you know, I don't believe in God or I don't believe in the devil or I don't believe in, you know, aliens or whatever, you know, whatever. When you start getting into this stuff, it changes your whole perception about what you, what you believe, you know, because I tell you, it's changed my mind about a whole lot of things. Um, 
I went. I started yeah. going to church and all that stuff when I got into this stuff because I didn't know what the hell I was dealing with. You know what I mean? And I was never a church person. I, I became, you know, went to Catholic church and got confirmed in the church and all that. You know, I we we've encountered some really weird stuff over the years, and I, I can't say it was uh, demonic, but it some of that shit was pretty scary. You know, what you think? Yeah, there was quite a few times, man, where I was really on. I was really on edge, man. Like it was, I was, I, I hate to say afraid, but I was a little scared. You know what I mean? Right, Especially, yeah. in, you know, some of the cases where you know, the lady got hit with the door and, you know, there was just so much weird stuff, you know, that happened. I mean, we've both been in situations like that, you know, because it's like I said, it's on, it's, it's the unknown. We don't know what we're dealing with. So, you, you know, you're going to be worried that something's bad's going to happen to you. And it could, you never know, you know, depending on what kind of situation or house you get into, it, that's a high possibility. I and mean, in most cases you get into, it's you know, very quiet. You barely hear anything, but you'll get one of those houses, man. Just activity is off the hook. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, Angelisa, she has like stuff runs in her family, like, like kind of like psychic kind of thing, uh, medium. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, you're more yeah. open to things. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there are people that are more open to um, to things, you know, that I don't know if it's a medium thing or, or uh, psychic abilities, but there are some, you know, once you start getting into paranormal things, you kind of open yourself up to uh, this phenomena. And once it, they these things kind of know that you are able to, to listen and hear them and communicate with them, you experience a lot more things. I've noticed that over the years. What What about you? Yeah, to me, it seems like it's happening to more females. If you notice that, yeah, uh, that they're able that they're more open to that. You know, females and younger children. You know, of course, animals, you know, dogs, cats. This that's thing, but it makes well, women, you wonder why. Well, women are, are are their brains are are chemically a lot different than men. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Right. A man has pretty much a caveman mentality, you know what I mean? But women, women's, sure. uh, you know, they're they're chemically imbalanced by nature. So it, it makes sense that maybe that women are more, uh, have more medium abilities than men. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of men get into being mediums when something like messed up happens to them. Maybe they've been in a car accident and smashed their head or when hit by uh high voltage uh electricity or or you know what i mean it's rewired something in their head and then they can see things and hear things and stuff like that i don't know man like i've stopped doing it i've experienced a whole lot of weird stuff that i can't really explain like i never thought that i would be you know this far in advance with everything like i, I would have experienced you know what i mean over the years yeah. it's, it's amazing well, I I wanted to share with something with you tonight that I didn't want to text you. So I pretty sure I saw something in my parents' house this last weekend. Really? Yes. Uh, they had just got their carpet replaced. Okay, so basically they they were moving stuff around. It got it got you know went away, remodeled, and I'm hooking up the TV and stuff in the living room, and I look over behind my father. And I swear, dude, it it just looked like, you know, how a, 
basically a curtain has that whitish you can see through it that kind of thing uh, it looked more like it and it didn't look like a human figure all i could see is maybe if it was human i can only see like a torso part of it but dude it just went from right to left real quick i had to like blink a few times to make sure it wasn't my eyes playing tricks on me i didn't say anything to my parents but i will be telling them tomorrow uh, but <laughs> that's the first in that house that i've ever experienced something like that and you know of course there's been three people that died in that house but there really? is also ash there yeah and there's is also ashes in that house too so i don't know if that's any my my aunt's ashes are in there i don't know if that has anything to do with it or not they you know they say that's a possibility uh but yeah there was three people that died in the house two of them were my my grandparents and then before that was a prior owner but to see that it just was it just amazes me and i couldn't believe what i saw yeah well check this out i gotta i gotta go for you too this happened to me in my work now a couple people said they had some weird things happen in my work early in the morning my father works there and a couple guys uh said they knew i was in the paranormal thing and they listened to the podcast as well uh, one guy, Chris, uh, he's my um, estimator. He listens to the show, and he had something paranormal happen in the shop. Uh, I think a, a, a door had closed on him, a, uh, a uh, breaker door shut on him. He said it was yeah. it was shut, or it was shut, and then when he walked by it and turned around, it was open. And he couldn't figure out how it was open. Well, I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. I was in the shop, and I was in my... Um, my project manager's office looking for one of these plates for uh, for a door to give to the the fabrication guys to refabricate some new plates and i'm looking through his office and i hear somebody go <clears throat> and i thought it was my project manager and i turned around and said oh sorry ron i'm i'm looking for that that uh that plate i turned around there wasn't nobody there right so i'm like uh okay that was weird so i stepped down to the hallway i looked down there was nobody there and i went out into the shop and i was like hey uh hey pop did anybody did you guys go out here and did you we we're in the hallway a few minutes ago he's like no why he said when me and josh were out here i said man i just heard uh, somebody clear their throat in ron's office he goes oh it's a ghost man i said there ain't any ghost in here i said that was kind of weird he goes yeah this place, this place is haunted man he said we found out from the owner that uh the guy, the guy's office used to be right over here, and he he died. I was like, no way. Wow. He goes, yeah, it was That's right cool. over here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sure enough, I swear, man, it was a guy that cleared the street. Like, <clears throat> I thought it was huh. my PM. Like, what are you doing in my office? You know what I mean? I just turned around, like, yeah. oh, damn, there's nobody here. That was cool as shit, you know. That's definitely cool. Awesome. Oh yeah, it was disembodied voice. It was loud, dude. It startled me actually. I turned around, I was like, damn, sorry, Ron. And there was nobody there. I'm like, whoa, uh, okay, <laughs> weird, but okay. Weird. I've had a couple things like that happen. And my daughter's dance studio is haunted too, right? So <laughs> I'm vacuuming one. I help my wife clean the the dance studio, and dude, I hear a woman go, "I'm sorry," and I it scared the shit out of me. I I said, "Damn it!" I thought it was my wife. I was like, "Hey, don't uh -huh. creep up on me like that. You scared all the shit out of me." Right, and, she, and I, I turn around. There was nobody there. Right, and I'm like, oh, maybe she went to the bathroom because the bathroom's like right outside of the hallway. It's where the, the girls get dressed. And I was vacuuming right. it out. And I went into the bathroom and she wasn't there. I'm like, that was weird. So I walked up to the office and she was in the main office. And I was like, hey, were you just back here? She's like, no. I said, did you hear a woman's voice? She's like, 
no, why? I was like, I said, I was vacuuming, and I heard a woman's voice over the vacuum say, I'm sorry. She's like, really? I was like, yeah. I said, I was freaked out. I hurried up and wound up the, I wound up the court. I'm like, you know, I don't even <laughs> want to be back here by myself right now. I'm kind of freaked out a little bit. I wound up that court, threw that vacuum in the back. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a break back there for a minute. Why the hell would she be saying I'm sorry? You know what I yeah, mean? Really. It was it was really weird. And uh, now, you know, my dance, the, the, my daughter's dance teacher says they experience a lot of stuff in the dance studio. Like they see things and, you know, they're hearing things. So we might be investigating that. So oh, that'd be cool. she's, man. I can, yeah, I can get in there. I can get in there whenever we want. Plus, we got, you know, like I said, we've we've been contacted by a brew pub right up there in, um, in uh, it's in Harrisburg. I forgot the name of it, but it's a cool place, man. Um, there's it's supposedly having a bunch of stuff happen. Tom's got some stuff lined up. We got, oh man, like two or three residentials uh we're going to be doing shortly um one wants us to come out trying to make it toward the first of the year because of the how the holidays coming up but yeah it's an interesting case man yeah it's an interesting case that's uh, i don't really like the details of it but it's it's a weird detail kind of thing you know i'm not going to talk about it on, on the air right now but till we start getting into mm -hmm. it but it's weird it's a lot of weird stuff happening in the house and um that, that I'm a lot of a lot that, of physical that was the one that with the four individuals right yes the, with okay. the daughters and stuff yeah 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 plus we got the, the minersville case we got uh we got minersville we have that other one that's in um that's with kim i know she wants us to come back out there she has a lot of weird things uh happening in her home it's right by clingerstown and minersville it's all it's like right there i can't remember the name of that town me and carl have already been there we heard disembodied voices in there right away yeah. but um damn i can't remember the name of that town for some reason um but she she had texted me not too long ago and said that they experienced uh what they called weightlessness she said it felt like they were all weightless like they were in a room and all of a sudden three people in the room felt like they were floating levitating that's, that's three weird. people had the same experience at the same time you know what i mean like yeah right that doesn't make any sense right no it doesn't yeah that doesn't make any sense at all it's i'm like maybe you had some sort of like levitation or something you know i don't know i wasn't there but uh she definitely has things happening in the home a lot of things that's going on in the home and um i can't wait to get into some of these places and really really digging into it man like minersville and stuff dude there's just so many good good cases we're gonna we got coming up dude i can't i cannot wait Cannot wait. Yeah, I ordered too. all kinds of new uh, new equipment, some new lights for my camera. You know, I'm ready to rock, man. I'm ready to get Sweet. down, brother. But Let's I still it. got all the stuff to go over from Fort Mifflin. Good yeah, God. me too. <laughs> so much, dude. You're like, Jesus. I wish I had like five people helping me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm, get, I'm actually getting my daughter to help me. Oh, um, man. Is she joining the group? 
She's what she wants to. Yeah. Sweet. To. Sweet. So, yeah. To any group, we got to get her a shirt. That's right. Well, she already told, stole stole my sweatshirt that you basically that I paid for. So <laughs> <laughs> I said you uh, you're giving me that back. <laughs> uh, we're gonna order some new ones with our new logo, so it's not gonna be a big deal. We'll get that order out soon. Um, yeah. I still I still have my old one, so she can wear that temporarily. <laughs> 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 but yeah man i'm just i'm excited about the future man you know we're gonna be doing some things you know probably go out of state and do some things too so um yeah. if we're looking into doing some more stuff with the public uh doing some uh conferences and stuff like that like remember like we did at the lancaster library and stuff like that some lectures and stuff yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh some colleges have reached out and wanted us to do some lectures at some colleges. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely down for, you know, teaching people and educating people and just do shit the right way, man. You know, people, a lot of paranormal groups don't do things the right way. You know, no. it's just, it ain't what you see on TV, man. It's, it's the stuff you gotta, you know, you gotta really tread lightly on the things that happen, you know, because, these are people's lives you're dealing with. You know, I've said this a thousand times. This is somebody's home, you know? Um, oh, Angelina said she'll help out. Well, send us, uh, send us your email in here, Angelina, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, include you in the, into our group here. You can help out with some audio or something like that at one time. If you don't, if you have audio or something, um, we can send you some audio clips. You can listen to. Yeah. We can always use help with that. Believe me. Yeah. I mean, we do. <laughs> thousands of hours of audio and video and it's difficult especially when you work you have a job and you know you're, yeah. you're trying to maintain your job and you kind of come home and you're watching hours of video and audio listen to audio and but we're, we're just trying to inform people and, and tell tell some creepy stories along the way and, and entertain people out here because this is what it's about is, is getting the information out here you hearing some really creepy stuff that we encounter during real paranormal investigations we're not it's not a tv show these are real investigations these are real people we're dealing with with real problems you know that's what we do that's what we do is what we've always done you know when we do go to places like fort mifflin and and stuff like that but that's just for fun that's kind of like a bucket list thing we're not you know we're, we're there to get some some information you know like gather information on hauntings and stuff like that but we do it for fun as well you know so uh she's waiting for her t-shirt too yes that's what she said i was laughing <laughs> yeah yeah we can get you a t-shirt we're gonna we got a whole new logo and stuff that we've done so yeah we can get you a t-shirt and some call we got coffee mugs and all that good stuff you just uh if you want go to uh facebook and go to uh the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society, and you can PM me there, you know, or direct message me there, and uh, give me your info, and uh, we'll hook you up. So um, we definitely appreciate all of our listeners and and uh, people that download, and we'll try to help out any way we can. But uh, we're probably going to wrap this up for tonight. Uh, we're going on two hours tonight, so yeah, um, goes fast. Yeah, it does, man. Especially when you're doing the podcast stuff, you know, with with all this and doing the EVPs and 
it's fun, man. This stuff is really fun. I I, I find it fun and educational to help people. Yeah. So definitely, I'll give her uh, here. Yeah, this is our. Uh, you can go to my website and contact us through here too. I'll give you their our website. I'll put it in the chat room here, and you can. Uh, You can contact us through there through the email. That's that's our email. You, you can uh, email me your information. Let me make sure that's right. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we definitely. Uh, I like to uh, educate people. You know what I mean? And I don't think we've ever had a client that didn't like us. You know what I mean? Never. No, no, we never had that. I think I had one client that didn't like didn't like us only because they were remember they were doing drugs and all that stuff and you know it, it was good night, Angelia. Have a great night. We're gonna be signing off here in a few minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, you can educate us too. You know what I mean? We're always looking for uh, different ways of doing things and helping people. So. They were up for any kind of uh, help we can get, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that lady was kind of mad at us that time. Her, her I think her, her son had contacted us or something about their parents were acting weird, and you know they had lost a lot of weight, and then we were like, "Dude, they, uh, yeah, we found drug paraphernalia." Remember? <laughs> On the counter, oh, that's right. Like, yeah. 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 That right. lady cussed me out, and this I was like. Oh. I'm just telling you the truth. Like, this is what we found. You had drug paraphernalia on the counter. Like, maybe that's why you're seeing ghosts and demons and stuff, you know? I don't know. It was kind of weird. It can happen. You know? <laughs> yes, totally weird. That's it funny. was. Yeah, she cussed me out from one end to the other. You asshole. I'm like, look, that, when I went there, she was, like, grabbing me, talking about she was seeing demons in the in the uh, curio cabinet, we had these little figures. She goes, look at that, look at that figure. It's smiling and laughing at me. And I'm like looking at it and I'm like, yeah, these people are freaking out. Like there's something wrong. <laughs> they're having some kind of, they're delusional. Like I don't see anything. She was like spitting yeah. on the glass. Yeah, dude, it was freaking me out. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she was like spitting on the, the glass. Like look, then wiping it. Look, see it smiling at me. Every time I do that, I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> Oh, oh no! I was like, "Oh yeah. God, I just want to get out of here before these people eat me or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have really. my big ass hanging up in the freezer down in the <laughs> taking pieces of meat off my big ass. <laughs> I'm like, "Let me get the hell up out of here, man!" For somebody who winds up dying or something, I don't know. Yeah. These people are weird as shit. <laughs> Sounds the start of a weird horror movie or something, you know. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was like that movie. What's that new movie coming out? Bones and all. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. I'm like, oh, oh dude, freaking me out of here a little bit. Sure. Get up out of here. But yeah, man, it, it was interesting. I'll tell you that. Strange, strange people, man. There's definitely weird ones out there. Yeah, yeah. So I got uh, I got some things lined up for us, my brother. We're, uh, we're going to cool. get it done, man. So... Sounds exciting. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're definitely gonna uh have a lot of stuff coming up in the in the future podcasts of cases and 
fun things you're gonna be doing. Like I said, I got a we got a book out by uh with uh Anna Manello called The Unholy Structure on Amazon. It's number one on Amazon right now, actually. It's uh based on the case files of the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society, which is us. Uh very interesting book. So if you're out there, you wanna check out some really cool case files on some of the stuff that we've done, go check out uh, Unholy Structure on Amazon. It's uh it's a number one right now. So, which is pretty cool because it's about us. Yeah, <laughs> which is exactly. cool. It's our case file, which is awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, folks, we're going to wrap this up for tonight. I want to thank everybody, each and every one of you, for uh, listening tonight and coming into the chat. Definitely come in the chat more and, and you know talk with the other paranormal enthusiasts like yourselves. Uh, don't be afraid to come in the chat and talk with us. We love talking to everybody. We like to hear everybody's stories about some of the paranormal stuff that they've had happen. And uh, one night we'll do a we're going to do a live show and do a uh, a call in and let everybody talk about their own paranormal stories and tell us about their paranormal experiences. So uh, we'll cool. do a yeah. yeah we'll just do a call in night and uh, everybody that's listening you know if you're out there listening we'll you know keep your eyes open on uh, Podbean go to Podbean on your iPhone or your tablet, download the iPod, uh, the uh, Podbean app and follow the Paranormal Journal podcast and uh, it'll give you live updates when we get go live and it'll tell you what we're going to be doing that night on there on the uh, podcast. And we'll do a open mic night where people can call in and talk about their paranormal experiences and tell us about them because I definitely like hearing uh, people's stories from all over the world. It doesn't matter to me where you're from. Uh, if you've experienced a paranormal event, I want to hear it. What about you, my brother? Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to hear that. Something different. Yeah. For us, you know? Yeah, definitely. That way it's not just us talking. We can hear them talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to hear other people's stories, man. That's that's what it's all about. Exactly. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in tonight. We are so glad you tuned in with us, uh, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Be safe out there, and uh, we'll see you next week. Night, all. Good night, everybody. Good night. That will conclude our broadcast of the Paranormal Journal podcast. Have a great night.